Hello and welcome to the Weekly Real Podcast. My name is Ken. And my name is Jeremy. And this week we are continuing with part two of our three episode miniseries where we share one of our favorite childhood movies. Uh, so last week, Jeremy shared the 1999 Brad Bird film, The Iron Giant. And on today's pod, and we are recording this episode on Thursday, December 1st, and it's very strange coincidence that we will be talking about a movie that features a song, Once Upon a December. Yes, today we will be talking about the 1997 animated film, Anastasia. And this just happens to be a favorite childhood movie from Andrea. I don't know what that. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, Andrea. Wow, thank you. (laughs) That was me with the whole confetti, streamers, fireworks, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. Yeah, and if you guys forgot, Andrea was actually in a bunch of our episodes already so far. Like, her first one was Hereditary. That's a weird first one to get into. Then 10 Things I Hate About You with The Joker. And then High School Musical 2 with, uh, what's, what's his name? Our Zach Bolton? Movie. forgot yeah, his name. Troy Bolton. Franchise. <laughs> Troy Bolton. Yeah. <laughs> with Troy Bolton. We got Train to Busan. And then Josie, The Tiger and the Fish. That was last season. Andrea, how does it feel to be sharing your childhood movie this week? It feels great. It's December. My birthday's happening. Winter. This is my first episode this season. It feels like a million years ago, honestly. <laughs> Thanks for having me again. Did you, ha- did you have a favorite previous episode out of the ones that Jeremy listed? Um, like a favorite episode that I've been in? Yeah, the one mm-hmm. only strictly just the one that you've been on. Hmm. Maybe High School, High School Musical, Musical 2. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How did you know? Because <laughs> that was my favorite one, too. <laughs> yeah, because why wouldn't it be? It's <laughs> like, why am I not surprised? It's so good. That was actually one of my favorite episodes, actually. It's, it's definitely top five, I think, for me, actually. <laughs> Both that one and the first one. Right, Jeremy? Oh, yeah. That's like top five. <laughs> All of them. Oh, what, when's High School Musical 3? Oh, that's next the question. season. Yes, we are ah. going to have that next season. So you're coming back for that one, right? Okay, sounds good. Oh, yeah, because we have to do yeah. like graduation season, right? Graduation season <gasps> for, for yeah. the that, high schoolers. Yeah, that yeah. was that was on purpose, right, Jeremy? Yeah. Like, that's not a coincidence. Yeah, we, yeah, we, 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 perfe- we purposely saved that for season six. Yeah. Wow. So it has to be in May. <laughs> Exactly. And you know what? It probably will when when we finally schedule season six. But again, Andrea, thank you for, you know, you're you're a busy girl. So, I mean, we're definitely, definitely blessed to have you back on the pod just to kind of even out the this testosterone that Jeremy and I have had (laughs) this season. So thank you again for uh, for, you know, just giving us some some of your spare time, I guess. Yes, always, of course. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. And so things have changed a little bit uh, for this season, season five. Uh, Our ritual has uh, switched up just a little bit. We have a ritual 2.0. And uh, we let Andrea know that it will be on the Super Mario Brothers movie, the new trailer that was actually just released yesterday. And so... um, 
You know, Jeremy, we'll start with you. Any initial thoughts on this new trailer? Mm, let's see. I mean, still kind of iffy about the whole Chris Pratt voice thing. I think that's everyone's kind of take on it. But mm-hmm. for me, I, I think is what's smart about the movie so far is that it doesn't go into like the human world, like the real world, like Mario's going to team up with James Marsden and all that stuff. <laughs> talking to Sonic um, <laughs> but yeah I think that's what's cool so far because you know Mario has the his whole world so it's just it's cool that they're keeping it in that video game universe I think that's I think that's a good idea mm, yeah how about you uh, Andrea any like initial thoughts I, I know you just recently watched the trailer yeah um, other than seeing like the backlash on Chris Pratt <laughs> I really liked it. I really felt like, wow, it's like I'm playing the video game myself. It was <laughs> that's how I felt. I was like, oh my mm. god, and the mushrooms and and Princess Peach. Why is she such a badass right now? <laughs> it was cool. I I watched it like an hour ago. It was really good. <laughs> yeah, like for me, I I completely agree with Andrea. Like at first when I saw the teaser trailer, I was just like. Eh. All right, well, maybe I'll watch it whenever mm-hmm. it comes out, like maybe on streaming or something like that. But uh, for whatever reason, when when I watched it last night, I was like, man, this actually gets me pretty hyped to go see it potentially in theaters when it comes out next April. And so I'm like, oh, okay. Well, for, I guess, this particular question for the Ritual 2.0, the real question that I wanted to ask you guys is, and again, Jeremy, we'll start with you. What was your experience with the Super Mario Brothers video franchise? And actually, did you have a favorite if you played any of the video games? Okay, let's see. Well, I was more of a like a PlayStation and Xbox guy. I, I had a Game Boy and all that's pretty much like my Nintendo stuff. But in terms of like playing Nintendo and Super Mario, it would just be like my cousin Michael. Pretty much he would always have like uh, the Nintendo stuff. So I don't have that much exposure, you know, by, I was five and I was playing Halo with you and the cousins. <laughs> so, and I was scared of, that, uh, of Halo already, but, um, I would say Super Mario Sunshine is probably the one, maybe not my favorite Super Mario game or whatever, but it was one that I was probably exposed to the most as a kid. So mm. Super Mario Sunshine, something that was a kind of therapeutic about like, spraying water on all these like dirty st- yeah like dirty planet thing it's it's kind of fun i don't know yeah and and just so you know uh, we're actually talking about all i guess the the ip you know that includes mm-hmm. mario kart smash brothers obviously mm-hmm. all the uh you know the the, vi- the original video games i guess and then all mm-hmm. the iterations uh thereafter and so um andrea actually same question to you. Uh, what was your experience with the Super Mario Brothers video game franchise? And if you have a favorite, if you used to play any of those games. Yeah. Um, let's see. I had the Game Boy Advance mm, with nice. uh, like the see-through pink one. It's really cool. So you could see inside. And I had Super Mario World. And that oh. was the only one I really played like sometimes i do like um 
The one where they're racing. You just named it, but I forgot. <laughs> oh, Super Mario. Oh, Super Mario Kart. Oh, Super Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, I think Super Mario World was the one that I could play like again, and again, all day, every day. But I could never get to like get through the Ghost World. I'd be so scared. <laughs> <laughs> Because it had the, the music going, right? Yeah. The, the, the creepy music. I'm like, ah, oh, ghost. <laughs> like, you were probably scared of the big boo, right? I think that was the name of the ghost. It was like a giant version of it mm-hmm. that would just take up the whole screen. And I was like, dude, uh, where am I supposed to go? Yeah, it was great. It was fun. I think watching the trailer made me want to find it, find my Game Boy and play it. <laughs> Yeah, same actually. And yeah, Super Mario World was actually one of my favorites, but I guess I have a soft spot in my heart for Super Mario Brothers 3 because yeah, it was it was a progression from the original first two. Well, the second one was kind of a weird like offshoot or whatever, but the third one introduced like the world um at, like like kind of like a world type um it it, it expanded the game in 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 such a way where it was the precursor to Super Mario World. And so that one's my favorite because it had raccoon and frog mm. um, Mario. And it was pretty cool to be able to see him like swim really fast in the frog suit or <laughs> use his tail for the uh, the raccoon. And there was even a Tanuki version of Mario where he could turn into a, 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 a statue where he turns kind of slightly invisible for like a couple seconds. It's just some weird random... Um, suits that he would wear, and then in addition to the usual mar- uh, the mushroom like Super Mario, and then the the flower to throw fireballs and stuff. So, man, this this trailer actually brought back a lot of memories from from my childhood. So, I'm definitely gonna go see it in theaters. Despite Chris Pratt, I guess <laughs> since you guys were talking about, I was just kind of catching up on that whole uh, backlash. Yeah, hopefully it's not too bad doesn't take it take us out of the movie too much did you like his wahoo at the end of the trailer was what was your rating on a scale of one to three thousand uh andrea <laughs> one to three um, did you did you enjoy the wahoo it wasn't too memorable yeah i can't remember that's, it that's what, yeah i can't remember it <gasps> and she watched the trailer like 10 minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> To add to that, it was a little bit more understated. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it though. Uh, I'd probably give it a twenty-one hundred, seventy percent. It wasn't a full possible. Like, <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Exactly, but yes, um, we just went through our new ritual. Uh, Jeremy and I were just talking a little offline, you know, to get warmed up. I'm like, you know, we need to get back to doing our OG ritual on the TikTok, and so. Hopefully, within these next couple of weeks, we'll have some new content on there. But if you do want to check out stuff that we've already done, Andrea actually has some previous um, reviews on some movies that she had watched. Um, Where can they find us, Jeremy, on TikTok? So it's going to be at Weekly Real Pod on TikTok. Like Ken said, that's where, where our movie and TV review stuff kind of goes, where it's like last seasons rituals uh and then we also have recasts of basically our main show here where you can see our lovely faces and that's going to be on instagram what's our instagram handle ken 
Oh, it's uh, <laughs> I got distracted by the video. It's at Weekly Real, um, just like uh, every other social media. But yeah, we've been mainly just active on Instagram and TikTok. So yeah, definitely follow us there as well. That way you could see each one of our three faces. Hi. Hello. Anyway, <laughs> this there week, we after the evil Rasputin puts most of the Russian royal family to death. Wow, you think this is going to be a really dark movie. But <laughs> the last surviving heir must find a way to reunite with the Dowager Empress in the 1997 animated film Anastasia. And so... Uh, we want to issue that spoiler warning, even though this is a movie that came out back in the 1900s, 1997 to be exact. Um, if you want to join in on the conversation and not be spoiled, definitely hit that pause button now because we will be talking about in-depth spoilers. Uh, so stream it now. It's uh, on Stars and also available to rent on the usual suspects like Amazon, YouTube, Apple, Redbox, if you still watch on DVDs, et cetera, et cetera. And so... Andrea, Jeremy, let's get right into the double feature. And so uh, just as a quick reminder, uh, the double feature is where I have a question that uh, none of our, uh, I guess, hosts or guests know. Mm -hmm. And then Jeremy also has one uh, for the rest of us as well. And so for my half of the double feature, uh, this animated film, Anastasia, is actually filled with a lot of hi historical inaccuracies and is actually a very tragic story. So for my question for the double feature, if you were given a choice of watching a live action version of another feel-good version of the film that we just watched, Anastasia, or a more historical, accurate live action film, mm. which would you prefer? And Jeremy, let's start with you. So oh, live okay. action version of this... Or live action version of more historical, accurate movie. I'm going to go, wait, you said live action historical, right? For both, yeah. Okay, live action I'm, for both. I'm going to go with live action historical version. I would want to see like a, not really documentary, but I would want to see like a um, darker version of the story. Just because some of the stuff... Some of the pacing of this movie gets to like, okay, we're going to start singing now <laughs> type of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, we didn't get to see any of her like family like die on screen. I mean, not really die on screen, but you know, like they didn't reference it too much in the beginning. Uh, yeah, I mean, even in Frozen, we got to see like um, Anna and Elsa's parents' boat like was there and then it wasn't there. You know what I mean? Um, compared to this, it's like, okay, it's just like they say it and then something's happening. So, um, I would go with like historical, historical darkness for me. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was weird how they yada yada, um, the entire massacre of most of that, uh, the Romanoff family. Isn't that weird? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Andrea, same question. Uh, live action version of the movie that we just watched. Or a live-action, more historically accurate film. And you, if you want to pitch like an idea of how you would present it, uh, like Jeremy did, feel free to do so. Hmm. I guess. Um, hmm. I'd still want it as a musical for sure, 
but more historically accurate. So a combination of both. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I feel like going live action, you have to go maybe a little bit more realistic either way, right? Like, yeah. Uh, I feel like, but you could still ha- you could still have the 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 music. I mean, yeah. think about it, like I guess the most recent Disney remix it, of it's some kind of, of their... like a Hamilton with mm. like with like dying. I mean, they died in Hamilton, so. <laughs> and they sang really well <laughs> live. Would you like a musical version of it, like an actual like on stage yes. Broadway version of it? I'm pretty yes. sure there's a Broadway be stage amazing. or stage. That'd be so good. I think there good. is actually. That would be so good. Can you imagine? (gasps) (laughs) Would you have it pretty dark, like uh, some parts of Hamilton? Yeah, for sure. And then I think Rasputin is going to start rapping. (laughs) (laughs) With Bartok in the background being like... (laughs) 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 He's like, yeah, boss, get it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That'd be so good. Similar to Jeremy, again, I would prefer the live action, uh, a more realistic version of it, like uh, more true to history. Except I would actually execute it a little bit different. I would have it where it would be more of a Christopher Nolan type movie where (laughs) you could play around with different timelines and different POV characters because, um, (laughs) well, kind of spoiling history turns out that anastasia actually died um amongst uh, her family during that oh. whole revolution so Dang. sorry to spoil history oh. uh, but you could have it where you can like have um unreliable narrators or whatever because then you could get into the whole impersonation of you know people you know pretending to be anastasia and everything mm. so I, I would have it from different point of views and, and again, play around with the timeline and everything. Yeah, I like Different that. Uh, perspectives. <laughs> you could have a Dimitri type uh, perspective uh, with, you know, some of the servants and all that mm. stuff. And then obviously Anastasia's point of view, you could have like, you know, maybe a different family member or, or you know, just maybe one of the pretenders, I guess mm. you could have so many different things. And then again, I'd have Christopher Nolan <laughs> direct this <laughs> Anastasia just so that he can just show off as a director. That'd be so cool. I think. I mean, I would go, probably go with like Anastasia, Dimitri and uh, Vladimir as the three perspectives. You have like Kelsey yeah. Grammer still playing <laughs> Vladimir. <laughs> um, it would be really crazy, and like you can, like you said, go into like different timelines, and then it all connects later on. Wow! You could have John Cusack if he has a son <laughs> that acts. You could have him play Dimitri. <laughs> Same with Meg Ryan. <laughs> yeah, if she has, if she had a daughter, <laughs> Meg Ryan has um, what's his name, Huey from The Boys. That's oh yeah, that's yeah, she right. has a son. So that's right. Played Dimitri. Yeah. Oh, man. Is it just me or John Cusack really sounded like Chris Pine to me? I was like, I'm he like, did. man, I was like, is it, who plays this guy? And I'm like, oh, it's not Chris Pine. Yeah, I, I didn't think it'd be John Cusack. Honestly, I was so surprised. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm just glad that um, I didn't get spoiled in a way because I ended up watching this on Amazon. And then again, you'll have like all the stuff kind of on the background if you click on the app or like on your phone because oh, I watched yeah. part of it on TV and part of it on thing. And then when you pause it, it it'll give you like some tidbits on the side. And mm. so, yeah, that's how I knew it was John Cusack without having to go on IMDb, not sponsored by IMDb. <laughs> there you go. Uh, my question for the double feature, hmm, I actually have two, but I'm going to go with the first one I wrote, just because I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, so in the beginning, when Anastasia's running away with her grandma and stuff, and then she, they're running after this train, and she's like, Anastasia, don't let me go, and all that stuff. And then, like, obviously they let go, <laughs> and then she falls over, passes out. Uh, how did you feel about the whole amnesia plot point? of the the story because i felt like or at least when i saw that i didn't even like know she got amnesia <laughs> i was like <laughs> i was like I said, okay she got knocked out and for the longest time i'm like does she remember or not <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> i didn't feel like it was clear enough for me so how'd you guys feel uh ken you want to go first yeah uh i i completely agree i didn't know I didn't follow uh, or, or I didn't pick that up with the whole amnesia angle until she started singing the song. Uh, mm-hmm. What was the name of the song again? Journey to the Past. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she has amnesia. Uh, so, OK, confession time. I ended up rewinding that part again just to make sure I was like, dude, I know I missed something. So, um, yeah, I was like, oh, it's amnesia. Uh, but rewatching it when I did scrub backwards, uh, I do have a nitpick there. Hmm. Because that was your question, right? Yeah, yeah. That whole part where um, they get separated as uh, the Dowager um, Empress Marie was on board the the train, and then obviously, you know, she they they hold hands or whatever. You know, she's trying to pull in Anastasia. First of all, if she was a real grandmother, she would have put <laughs> Anastasia first. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to say, I'm like, come on, uh, children first before adults, I would think. Second of all, there was no one to help Anastasia. Like, after she, like, literally fell and hit her head or whatever and got knocked out. I'm like, mm-hmm. there was no one that rushed to her or whatever and tried to thing. So I had a problem there. And even just a random aside, even though you didn't ask about this. Remember when Dimitri, little boy, gets knocked out and has that um, that music, music box? box? Yeah. yeah. How did that just like lay there? She, he gets knocked out. You would think that maybe one of the the men or whatever picked it up or whatever. It just laid there, and I guess we assume that he just wakes up after being like, unconscious yeah. and it's like, oh, what is this? Okay, it's mine. So, I think they dismissed uh, him enough that they can just like knock him out and then like we don't care about this kid and they just leave him. Oh, there. I I knew <laughs> I was like this they they focused a little too much on him. I was like, oh, that's Dimitri. I was like, oh, he was the little kid. Anyway, oh, yeah. that's actually how <laughs> I, I, I don't think they were trying to hide it. <laughs> no, they weren't. But then I guess again when I scrolled back, I was like, I had my problems with that whole thing. But um <laughs> I mean, spoiler alert for the rest of this uh, movie. I did actually like the movie, so there's just a few nitpicks I had. So I have maybe uh, a little bit more than one nitpick with you, though, uh, than you. 
So oh. <clears throat> I, was, I was about to say with with what I said. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's stop it. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll see you in the Gastron Tomato section. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, Andrea, how do you feel about the amnesia plot point? It's like Anastasia. Don't you mean amnesia? I was, I've been waiting to say that this whole time. But <laughs> um. Too good. I don't. I feel like I watched it so many times where I've just taken it for granted now. It's like, oh wow, that's happened. I'm not second guessing this or thinking about it. It's just like, oh man, this is so sad. <laughs> um, amnesia. I think it was kind of weird because throughout the movie. It's like, does she remember? Does she not? Because it's she's having all these flashbacks, especially when I get spoiler alert when she's dancing around the ballroom and then, yeah. and all yeah. the ghosts are there. It's like you obviously know how to dance, <laughs> even though I guess the way like, I read that, um, just because you mentioned it, was that just because she was actually at the palace, some of the memories were kind of creeping in just right then and there, just because you know, like for me. And this is kind of a random aside. Like, if I forget, I was like, why, why am I here again? This should be something totally different. Then I have to retrace my steps. I'm like, oh, that's what I was trying to do. So I feel like that is just to give Anastasia the benefit of that. I feel like that's where some of her memories get unlocked a little bit, just being in the same environment. Mm. Before I forget this, remember at the end when, or near the end, I should say, um she anastasia finally gets her crown and she's like staring at the mirror and all that stuff and then it's like lingering on and then it slowly fades into like her and into her dress right but then also shows like the grandma fading you know because she's not actually standing behind her at first i'm like the grandma died (laughs) you know what i mean that's what i thought at first am i the only one that thought that i haven't noticed that (laughs) Dang, I thought um, she, I'm like, I, yeah, Grandma I, died. I'm with Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> She's old, I guess. I don't know. Well, I assume she was alive because, I mean, obviously Dimitri and Vladimir were trying to get Anastasia to the Dowager yeah. Empress. So, uh, I guess to answer my own question, um, the amnesia thing was like confusing at first, and then I picked it up. But I think I was just like you, Ken, you know, first time watcher type of thing. It's like, okay, does she remember this stuff? She's getting like fragments. And at at the same time, I'm like, man, this is really the whole plot of the movie is this whole amnesia storyline. I'm like, what is she, Jason Bourne? (laughs) Like, (laughs) um, (laughs) so (laughs) it's like, oh, Anastasia, identity. Um, But... So it's it's pretty good though. It's good. I mean, it's it, really good. Once you like understand that she actually uh, lost her like memories and stuff, then it makes sense. But at, for a while, I was like, "What's happening?" Did you think that she was gonna unlock some <laughs> assassin-like uh, abilities? <laughs> yeah, she was gonna be talking to Dimitri, be like, "How how how do I know that that person is like from that car and has th- holding this?" spoon in his hand remember that diner scene with marie yeah yeah and that 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 uh that uh, waitress is left-handed and and if if i i can run for a full sprint for like 10 minutes without breaking a sweat yeah that's like it's very specific 
That's a very underrated scene. Oh my goodness. But yeah, I was picturing Anastasia doing that. And then uh <laughs> and then just revealing stuff to Dimitri and then just scaring Dimitri off. Yeah. That's how it goes. It was like, I had a crush on you, but you're scaring me now. <laughs> oh man. Well, they should have played was extreme hard. ways at the end. It, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's great hearing your first impressions on this movie. <laughs> like, yeah. No, Anastasia, I, again, I, I like the movie. Um, well, yeah, there's, again, minor nitpicks here and there, but I, I thought it was it a was, uh, nice, refreshing take on stuff I normally watch. I watch more dark stuff, I guess. Uh, so I guess it, it worked out perfectly since this is usually the time of year where you kind of want to watch more lighthearted um, I guess heartwarming type movies, and this one was a good one. I'm glad. But uh, this is a part of the episode now where we'd like to involve you, the audience, and obviously Anastasia is the main um, lead in this movie. Uh, it's like a self-titled album, <laughs> so uh, Anastasia's self-titled movie. Uh, but uh, the audience question for this week is, what is your favorite animated film that features a female lead? Um, actually, Andrea, do you have one? Yes, I have chosen Meg from Hercules. Ooh, okay. It's a good one, actually. I didn't think of that one. Uh, um, Jeremy, how about you? Uh, I'm going to just go with Mulan. Uh, I think that's the go-to. I figured you'd do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I have people hate on Frozen. Frozen my is actually my second one. So, actually, that was uh, my two. Are you reading off my notes? Because I have Mulan first, <laughs> Elsa your next. Yeah. Oh, so. nice. That's crazy. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to choose, I, I wasn't sure if she qualified though, because I was trying to like do research uh, on my own question that I thought of. Um, Joy from Inside Out, but I don't know if that counts because mm. she's really just a, a, a emotion. An <laughs> so, emotion. Yeah, I mean she's just voice acted by a female lead, but um, I don't know. I enjoyed Inside Out a lot. Technically, it's, they're all that one kid in the movie, so that's true. <laughs> that and is she's very a girl. true. That is very true. So maybe I'll say that one just to switch it up a little bit yeah. anyway <laughs> well we wanted to ask you uh what is your favorite uh, animated film that features a female lead and so if you want to join in on this conversation you know what let's just give the option of emailing us uh jeremy what is our email address for the weekly real podcast that's a good question andrea what is our email <laughs> <laughs> You should see her face right now. She, she's shocked and odd. Is it um, the weekly real pod at gmail.com? Is that right? Very Dan? close. Very close. Because, like we said last week, we don't put a the, we don't put a thine, we don't put a thy. It is just strictly weekly real pod at gmail.com. I just enjoyed just. <laughs> you surprising Andrea with that question yeah. that, was so, that was so priceless <laughs> and with that let's take a quick break
All right, welcome back from the break. Let's go into the weekly real awards. If we can talk about some of our favorite stuff or not so favorite stuff, maybe that's me. Uh, the first being the Star Spangled Man Award for favorite musical number. Where Andrea, you're going to be getting first crack at all of these. So, what's your favorite musical number for Anastasia? Okay, my favorite musical number is um, the very last song at the closing credits. It's called oh, At the Beginning. And um, this is just a very memorable song for me. Um, I don't know why I liked it initially, but I always remember it now because one time in um, like Sunday school, they they had that as one of the theme songs for our retreats or something. And I was like, oh my God, I never thought about it this way. But And then I was like, oh my God, this is an Anastasia. <laughs> it's just so good what a great memory but also a really great song and then when the male lead starts singing i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite like awakened or <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, it's so good <laughs> how many times did you cry on this last screening oh my god well okay the first time maybe maybe once it was like 16 minutes in i tweeted about it and then, oh i know like, that's why i asked and then the second time around um none none i was busy i was making a blanket but it was like oh my god it was so good <laughs> yeah i don't you actually whenever i watch this movie i don't really watch it anymore i just listen to all the dialogue and i know exactly what's happening yeah, well, so, I mean, it is your childhood movie, right, Jeremy? <laughs> that, yeah, that is true. Like, since we don't have, like, a favorite, or not favorite, what, like, saddest scene or anything, what was your saddest scene of the movie that My, made you cry so many times in the past? The saddest theme of the movie, maybe how she doesn't know who she is, and she's just trying to figure that out. It was pretty sad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Me and Ken just were like, born identity. (laughs) (laughs) Anastasia. (laughs) The Anastasia uh, ultimatum. (laughs) Yeah. Can't wait for the next two. (laughs) Oh, Oh, when uh, the grandma at the end, when she was like, this is, this isn't the end. This is just the beginning. I'm like, oh, sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Anastasia supremacy. That's what it is. Yeah, there you go. Dawn of... Mm. Memories. <laughs> oh, man. Well, for me, my favorite uh, musical number and winner of the Star Spangled Man Award has to be, and I think I alluded it to earlier, the Once Upon a December. I don't know. Like, it was that scene where um, Anastasia, I guess, breaks in or sneaks in through the, you know, the, the main palace. And obviously, there was like, memories that were unlocked there and obviously we get to see like ghosts and stuff like that but i felt like um this song was very haunting it had like a dark theme to it uh but i felt like it was still very beautiful because it was a song that was featured in the music box that uh the grandmother gave to anastasia um and so I just thought it was a nice tone setter for how how I picture that time in Russia seemed like in the early 1900s. Plus, for selfish selfish reasons, like Andrea, I was also born in December. So, uh, you know, I just 
love the I was like, ooh, once upon a December, and we're recording this on December one? That's so weird. <laughs> so yeah. It was very uh Christ not Christmassy. It doesn't give that winter mm-hmm. vibes, you know, because most of the time it's like snowing and all that stuff. No, that was uh that was interesting. Um my winner for the Star Spangled Man Award. Okay, I haven't given a non award since like Dune. And I'm going to be giving kind of like that today. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Honestly, I didn't really like any of the musical numbers. <laughs> not, um, even, not even like <laughs> some of the main theme songs? Like at no. the end, the, during the credits? I did like the my favorite song was the end credits song. That's like what I liked. That counts. Uh, that counts. It doesn't count. I was like... Like, <laughs> what I said about Dune was like, oh, my favorite scene is when it ended. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I actually was like, oh, this, where, where was this music this whole time? Um, Wait, which so, song was it uh, from the credits? At the beginning. The first song. That just that goes straight into, like, the... the okay. Because we there was two. Starting at yeah, the, the first song. Yeah. The, the duet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was a good song. Yeah, uh, but I'm just going to say my least favorite song because <laughs> it makes it easier for me. Oh, my God. Um, I, my least favorite was Rasputin's song. <gasps> yeah. it just, I'm like, like, my whole problem with him <laughs> is that, man, it's like he's not a good villain and not interesting at all because he's just all in his underworld thing, doing his own thing. And there's so much time spent with him. I'm like get out of here and then he only does something for like five minutes at the end of the movie <laughs> and that's about it i was in the beginning in the beginning too i guess Jeremy, like he, he was plotting he was plotting you have to but think about what he did when he was off screen but like the movie didn't explain his backstory like what what hurt him so bad you know the movie's called anastasia not rasputin Exactly, but that's why there was too much of him in this movie. <laughs> like, when you compare his song compared to, like, Be Prepared by Scar and the Lion King, you know what I mean? I'm like, just cut this song out from, let's, let's focus on Anastasia and Dimitri's romance, because that's what I bought into. <laughs> I knew it! The saving grace for this movie... For me, is the romance. <laughs> so, there it is. Man, I feel like I need a duck and cover because I feel like we need to have like a, a major debate. You know, I'm just going to sit the rest of this episode out. <laughs> no, Ken. You, you have to choose a side. <laughs> Especially on this next award, the I Am Groot Award for favorite character. <laughs> I guess we know who Jeremy won't choose. <laughs> Andrea's favorite character is huh, what's, it, what's his like name? Batrock? Bartok. No. Bartok. Bartok. <laughs> that it's not that's not my favorite character. Um I don't know. I okay. As a uh background, I love every single character here. This movie's just great and amazing. Um coming back to my childhood favorite character. It was Dimitri because I had a big crush on him. And I was like, oh, my God, what a gentleman. (laughs) What a con man. (laughs) (laughs) 
was like, wow, how clever. But then, like, me watching it, I was like, this guy's kind of dumb. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what makes him lovable, I guess. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, my God, it's actually her. And I have to do the right thing. No money, please. And I was like, oh, wow, he's so good. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then he's like at the train station and he's like, spoiler, he's at the train station and he's like, oh my god, a rose. I have to go back. And he's like, Anastasia, grab my hand. <laughs> Dimitri. How, how, what's the word? Fouling it. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh man. What a well, guy. this is, this is part of the reason why. I wanted to do a childhood movies type because then again, we get to see different perspectives, right? From when you used to watch it uh, in your childhood versus watching it now. Mm -hmm. And you just <laughs> literally illustrated that perfectly. So nothing's really changed. Just different perspective. You still love Dimitri. Uh, uh. <laughs> just in very different ways. She understands him a little bit better now. He redeems himself at the end, right, uh, right uh, Andrea? I guess, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I still think they were kind of dumb to, like, elope like that, like, you know. <laughs> so romantic, though, right, Jeremy? I, I, yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I, didn't I wasn't thinking about it too much. I'm like, wouldn't it be smarter for, I don't know. I feel like um, Anastasia, she, like, she was trying to be selfless, but what would be a bigger statement was to be, like, princess and then have him actually join the family type of thing you know that's a little bit more of a bigger statement but you know it takes place in history at that time and then that's like remembering how like she was like eight years old when she like fell off the train or something and it's only been mm -hmm. 10 years and she's like 18 now I'm like oh this this girl's only 18 that's what the heck and then yeah, that's what I thought of my first rewatch on uh, Tuesday. <laughs> I was like, oh, she could do better. Whoa. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> Ken, do you have a favorite character? Um, I do. Um, I will give my uh, award for I Am Groot to Vladimir. Um, who is voiced by, was it Kelsey Grammer? Yep. Yeah. Vladimir. Um, I don't know. Again, the, I guess the main focus of this, especially the middle part of the movie was the romance part. And I did buy into it just like Jeremy. Um, and I love Ooh. how <laughs> Vladimir really was the instigator to this because he would point out, Oh, she's got a mind of her own. And then you could tell, like, Dimitri was like, oh, I hate that or whatever. I forgot how he, what, what exactly he said, but he I would, like, kind of, woman. yeah, I hate that in a way. There you go. I, I knew Jay would pick me <laughs> up on that one. And then also, I love how, um, I love how Vladimir goes, oh, it's an unspoken attraction, blah, blah, blah. And then again, Dimitri was kind of in, like, being in denial and everything. And so, I don't know. Plus, Vladimir was a ladies' man, in my opinion, because he actually had a thing 
with the Dowager Empress's um, cousin, uh, Marie's cousin. Yeah, Sophie. Um, so I was like, whoa, he actually ended up hanging hanging out and you know, being a little bit, uh, you know, he was wooing a little a, a little bit of the royal family. So yeah, I'm like, my wow. favorite line was, um, "Is this a human or is this a cream puff?" <laughs> I was like, because he was the way he's describing her. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> so good. But yeah, I love Vladimir. He he just t- basically told it like it was, and uh, I always thought he s- stole some of the scenes that he did appear in. So there you go. The 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 wise sidekick of the mm-hmm. movie. Yes, comic uh, My <laughs> my winner is actually the same as Andrea Dimitri, just because I think I find his character the most flawed and i feel like those are the most interesting to watch and i I liked his dynamic especially later on in the movie uh, when they actually go to paris and his dilemma it's like oh i fell in love with her but now what am i gonna do she's gonna leave me i I actually like that like dilemma that he had um even though you know uh, i don't like you said the eloping thing who knows if that was the right decision but i guess it's still a happy ending but yeah, I think the flawed characters are usually my favorite to watch. Did you guys pick up on similarities between that whole love story and a the greatest love story of our time, Titanic? <laughs> there was like actually some shared um, scenes where, remember in Titanic, Kate Winslet's walking down. They're about to go to dinner that first night after... Uh, Leo, I forgot his name. Oh, Jack Dawson saves Rose. And obviously she's going downstairs, but it was like the exact opposite or it's mm. similar where Anastasia goes down the stairs and then mm-hmm. Dimitri sees her, but then she he actually goes up the stairs and then walks her up, remember? Yeah. Mm, I, I guess I could see the kind of like those parallels. Yeah. I like to um, say Anastasia poor- at first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. You that are right. True. That is very true. Take that, James um, Cameron. But, so Titanic was really just, I don't know, just biting off of Anastasia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With mm-hmm. the whole um, poor guy mm-hmm. and rich, like, uh, I guess, royalty. Rich girl. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. My thing, though, like, as much as I say, like, Dimitri's my favorite character, I feel like his like i like the animation of this movie but some of the times where they like a like it pauses a little bit and he has like this weird i don't know i feel like he has the weirdest facial expressions yeah of this movie i'm like <laughs> the art gets a little weird honestly because it's because it's, it's not disney that's why <laughs> i feel like the art changed a lot throughout yeah. the whole movie it's like why does his face look really really detailed right now and it's like mm-hmm. why is it like a plain blob <laughs> Yeah, sometimes they draw Dimitri like he is, like, 18, but sometimes he looks like he's, like, 45. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> he's just so tired from that trip. <laughs> True. <laughs> they did travel pretty pretty far. Yeah. He aged. <laughs> Russia to Paris. Yeah. He, he wasn't traveling he... first class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're going to rock to Paris? <laughs> so we're going to take a bus. And traveling was actually most of the movie. And speaking of traveling, the Avengers Assemble Award for favorite scene might be 
something of a traveling scene for me. But Andrea, what is your Avengers Assemble Award for favorite scene? Okay. Um, actually, I have two choices. This first one is about their traveling montage where they're singing, You Can Learn to Do It Too. I don't know if that's the actual title, but I was like, wow, this is such a great montage to move the story along of their, like, thousands-of-mile journey. That one was a good one, actually. It was it was lighthearted. Um, that's the, the song where Vladimir was actually singing, right? Is that I think for most of it, right? Because yeah. they're, like, teaching An- Anya yeah. Yeah. how yeah. to, like, be a princess. Yes. I'm like, is this... Princess Diaries? <laughs> they did it first. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. An- Anastasia is a trailblazer. Yes. Uh, Way ahead of its time. Yeah, that was my first my first favorite mm-hmm. scene. May I mention my second favorite scene? Yes, go ahead. Take um, do so right now. I wrote here uh, also the Once Upon a December when, they fir- when the ghosts appear. I really love the way that Ken... Uh, drew it out for us so i don't think i need to explain anymore it's oh, just yeah, so good, good so beautiful so elegance yes i did I, I like how it ended too because then the czar her dad ended up <gasps> dancing and i was like oh <laughs> so no. sad. yeah that yeah. was pretty sad that's really good yeah parents always die in these movies <gasps> well you get the whole father daughter thing right yeah uh, andrea i mean I'm assuming. <laughs> no further comments. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a December. <laughs> so eerie. So creepy. Yeah, it was really good. It'd be uh, a great uh, my winner. F- movie. Okay. Oh, well, my f- winner for the Avengers Assemble, if I, if I may do so, uh, for my favorite scene, is the uh, Journey to the Past scene, but actually the lead up to it. I felt like there was a little some underrated stuff that you may have missed if you weren't really paying it full attention. So obviously we get to meet. Uh, I'm probably gonna butcher the pronunciation. Flegmenkoff, the Fleminkoff? old lady that yeah, Flegmenkoff. I like you know because obviously we find out that Anya for the last ten years, the past ten years uh, after the train accident, um, she had been under the same roof as. How do you say it again? Flegmenkoff? Flemenkoff. Flemenkoff. Yes. So she remember, she's basically saying, hey, you know, you need to go to the, the the fisherman's place, I guess. Hang a left. But then when she's walking to basically that fork in the road where either do that, go to the left, or go to St. Petersburg on the right. I love how she ended up impersonating her and then scratching her butt and doing the whole voice. And I was like, oh, dude, that was pretty good. <laughs> I was, I was, it was a good, it was my first laugh of the movie and I don't know. And then it continues on where again, she is at that fork in the road and it symbolized where she is in her life where, yeah, she can go about and do her daily tasks similar to what we all go through, or we could follow not necessarily our dreams, but for her, it was mainly like, okay, there's this lingering thing that she's been thinking about and she's very hopeful of 
you know, taking that leap of faith to see if she can unlock some memories about love, her, you know, family and all that stuff. And so I just like the execution of that. And I felt like the the song Journey to the Past was actually one of my favorites as well. It was 1B for me um, because it actually did sound like a Disney type uh, music, despite what um, Jeremy said. <laughs> Okay, what I was going to say, if I were to choose a song (laughs) within the movie, it would be Journey to the Past, because it reminds me of Reflections from the Yeah, I was like, what? You didn't like that one? That was actually really good. See, that was the closest one, but I felt like uh, it was more entertaining for me to share my least favorite. (laughs) So guys, I don't hate the movie <laughs> but it's like i had to sh- I've, i have to choose the most entertaining you know gotta do it for the, the audience <laughs> hey, Jamie. uh Always my favorite scene though uh I, i'm surprised no one chose this um i don't know anastasia and dimitri dancing on the boat for the first time that's pretty it's, good like I don't know, I'm just a sucker of the the romantic atmosphere. You know, it's like they've been bickering this whole time, and this is the first time like you actually get this like quiet moment. They're not just fighting. I'm like, it's good. I don't know. I like it. But um, sorry. My other scene though would be uh, when Dimitri tries to get Anastasia to actually talk to her grandma in the the what's it called. They they went to like a play, right? Yeah, the ballet, the Russian ballet. The ballet, yeah. And then like she like rejects him and all that stuff, and she even slaps Dimitri. I'm like, damn, this is good drama. <laughs> yeah, that's a, th- those are my two favorite scenes of the movie. <laughs> I think uh, Jeremy would have liked uh, that dancing scene even more if it took place during twi- the the twilight. I forgot what they call it in your name, but that yeah. whole scene, yeah, it yeah. Made it more magical, right, Jeremy? Yeah, more cinematic. <laughs> get get with the animation, 1997. And it's, I don't know. Who, who was this, Warner Brothers? I think uh, 20th. 20th Century Fox. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is technically Disney-owned now. But, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not on Disney Plus for some reason. Oh, uh, yeah. I actually read an article about that. It was just because, I guess, the contract ran out. <laughs> Damn. I do have a comment. All right, go ahead, Andre. Like, interrupt me anytime. On your favorite scene of them being on the boat for the first time and dancing. Mm-hmm. That is my least favorite scene. What? <laughs> How do you like them apples? <laughs> I'll see you in the guest of Ron <laughs> She took the lead at first, you know what I mean? And then he's like, oh, Anastasia, you have to let Dimitri she's take like, the lead. I'm kind of <laughs> lightheaded. Oh. <laughs> it's like, who is this like, girl? This isn't who I thought she was. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> gross. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ooh. Andrea doesn't like true love, guys. You heard it here. <laughs> this is not true love. <laughs> this is her first time being out of an orphanage and <laughs> holding a boy's hand <laughs> ever <laughs> that we know of. Yeah, we don't know that. She's oh been God. meeting like Bruce Wayne in the orphanage <laughs> over there. I don't know. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. No, I picture. Actually, you know what's funny? And Andrea will. This is kind of a minor spoiler for Game of Thrones. So ah. take this yeah, for what you will. I was picturing Anastasia at the fisherman area, like uh, Arya in, in that one season, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like Uh-oh. just selling like seafood and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay very I'm minor say, i was like wait a minute game <laughs> of thrones you wouldn't get it boys and girls i don't know i don't want to picture whatever is happening in ken's mind what? <laughs> no what <laughs> oh my god no, just uh, selling seafood okay is right. what she was doing thank goodness remember that uh, yeah Andrew? i know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what i was picturing anastasia doing ah oh, so that good. would suck i'm glad she turned right Instead. I'm glad she did too. She was on a journey to the past. Journey to the past. All right, let's get into the guess the Ron Tomato score because I've been talking smack this whole time. <laughs> so it's Ken and Andrea. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, so remind hey, me. I've been, I, I've been un- unbiased, okay? <laughs> hey, this is between you two. <laughs> what? If you're not with me, then you're my enemy. <laughs> Only a Sith deals in absolutes. I forgot what the name the actual name is. I think yeah, you got it. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Andrea. That was Star Wars, the it's movie okay. franchise that you hate the most, you. everyone. No. You know? <laughs> I will allow it this once. <laughs> All right. Scores for the guest run tomato score so far. I'm up at 20. Ken wow. is at 11. And then Andrea, you are scoring for the guests this week, and they also have eleven. Huh. So you can, you know, beat Ken this week. Okay. Why you gotta say it like that again? <laughs> <laughs> what does it do to you? <laughs> it's true. It's damn true. <laughs> damn it, okay, Kurt Angle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have to make our WWE reference of the week, you know? Yeah. Once at least once a week. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go ahead, Andrea. <laughs> Andrea, okay. your guess. My Rotten Tomato score is 67%. Ooh. Whoa. Wow. Dang. kind of low. Dang. Wow. She's the Russian judge, and this is a Russian movie. <laughs> <laughs> she was the Russian judge for the Russian waltz that was happening yeah. on Once Upon a <laughs> December. Oh, dang. All right, Ken. You know what? I have a little bit of dyslexia because my guess is actually 76. 76. Dang, man. I think I, I, I'm the one who liked this the least, <laughs> and I scored it the highest. <laughs> okay. Dang. Uh, I said 84. Wow. Oh, interesting. Dang it. Okay. Oh, man. It? We'll see who's actually right. I need to know. At least we didn't do a three-way tie like last week. This is like the lowest week. I've ever scored anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. It's your childhood true. movie. I guess you're critical of it. It was so bad. No, she wants to it be one good. of the ones that liked it more than everyone else. Mm. I, I see you. All right, I'm looking it up on the Rotten Tomatoes. And 
with 57 reviews, it is at 86%. What? Interesting. <laughs> this movie's very fun. So it's pretty high. Considering. Huh? Want to guess the audience score? Yeah. No. 90. <laughs> you don't want to guess it? You said 90? Um, um, 87. <laughs> it's actually 77. So it's huh. a lot lower than the audience. I mean, more than the critics. So the audience actually liked it least le- really lesser. Interesting. Whatever. <laughs> for, for lesser? I'm very for, for lesser of... Yeah, okay. So that's a bit surprising. Was just that good. Yeah, at least uh, so. I'm in second place again. <laughs> that is true. Uh, I now updated scores. I have 23. Ken has 12. And the guests have 11. But the, like I always say, the true uh, scores, screw Ron Tomatoes, the real score is the I Love You 3000 award that's rating the movie from 1 to 3000. Andrea, what's the real score for Anastasia? My score is 2745. 2745. I, I don't know what that's that over is. 90%. That's over 90%. Yeah, that's like ni- almost 91 maybe. Wow. Yeah, I don't I don't know that math. <laughs> The music is just so good. Let me look that up right now on my trusty calculator. 2745 is equal to 91.5%. Wow. High score. I'm not surprised considering you probably memorized all the lines to this movie. Yeah. 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 So that's a true childhood favorite score. I always know what's next. (laughs) <laughs> I'm kind of curious to see if if Jeremy has it as fresh still but my score is 2130 at 71% which is actually a really good score for me I hmm. uh, there, there was again nitpicks uh, but I hmm. overlooked those and I did like this movie there you go dang Andre I'm surprised uh, I didn't like the boat scene okay Fine, I guess. <laughs> Still on that. <laughs> yeah. My score, though. <laughs> My score is actually 1830 out of 3000, so that's going to be 61%. Oh my god. Ken, Ken, Ken knew what was coming. I knew what was coming. I, I was picturing a Dune score. <laughs> that was actually no, higher than Dune, I think, right? Yeah, it's, high, it's definitely higher than Dune. I think Dune got in the 50s. Yeah, I think so, if I remember yeah. correctly. I don't think it was fresh. <laughs> At least it was borderline fresh. It was like yeah, I mean, a couple I of days it. old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it made it. Yeah. All right, Ken, what are we going to be watching for your childhood movie next week? Yeah, well, next week we will feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, and get on up. It's bobsled time! Yes, next week we will be wrapping up our three-episode miniseries by talking about one of my favorite childhood movies that was inspired by the first-ever Jamaican bobsled team in the 1993 film, Cool Runnings! 
Dude, I thought you were going to turn into Booker T, man. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> well, if you guys, well, you know, when you guys watch the movie, you'll see yeah. what part of that movie is. But Cool Runnings, which was actually made in 1993, is a Disney film. And of course, it is available to stream on Disney Plus. Still not sponsored. Yep. And uh, so this, this week was Andrea's week. You know, that was a good week for Anastasia. Last week I did Iron Giant, so if you guys haven't listened to that episode, go listen to that. That's my childhood movie. Then next week, Cool Runnings with Ken's childhood movie. Yeah, I guess mine is the first, or I'm sorry, the only live action uh, movie out of our childhood favorites. And so, I don't know, I'm digging the fact that we can kind of share each other's uh, childhood movies. And so, um, yeah pretty cool i think it like it it fits i think so far <laughs> with uh you know what we like maybe or i don't I'm like not the, apparently yeah yeah <laughs> i'm i'm probably gonna say like um you know this wasn't this is not a movie made for me you know what i mean iron giant or the demographic is much smaller i feel like compared to iron giant is like aimed at a higher net you know what i mean I don't know. Man, I, think Andre, I think Andrea like disagrees. Yeah. With me. I, I, don't, I don't know what you mean. This is all I've ever known. It's <laughs> 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 like what you've never heard of Anastasia, huh? I thought it was a magical movie at first. I mean, there's some magic. <laughs> there was some. There was some magic. Uh, I didn't like the magic, a, but you know, <laughs> there was an but, undead guy. Yeah, there was. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Didn't play into a factor when he fought her at the end, but you know. <laughs> Nitpicking so much. All right, Andrea. <laughs> if people want to follow you on any of the social medias or if you want something to share, you can. <laughs> yes, you can find me on Instagram at Andrea J. Palapo. You can also look for my Patreon. Yes. Kind of small, but it's getting there. You can also search up. The same name, Andrea J. Palabo. Haha. Oh. Yeah. All right. She she was coerced into sharing that. But uh, I'm glad <laughs> she <I> can. <laughs> I'm glad she she came through. I'm like, yes, yes. We'll put we'll put all those links on the episode notes, by the way. <laughs> For sure. Uh, Ken will make sure to do that because it's still there. <laughs> yes. Ken? Yes. I'm uh, I, I wanna say that I'm one of her biggest boosters, so we definitely wanna Oh advertise that sponsored yes. <laughs> actually sponsored <laughs> oh man well for me um I, i'm not really doing anything right now i'm just on social media instagram and tiktok at free ken a all right and then for me it's gonna be uh the end of yesterday on youtube right now so go check out my short film the end of yesterday on youtube all right, guys, before we close out the episode, and I hope we didn't forget too much, but any final thoughts on Anastasia? Anything that we forgot? Andrea? Yeah, I mean, this is your movie. I feel uh, like you know this one inside and out. I, I guess I'm just a little disappointed that you didn't give our second ever 3,000. <laughs> um, let's see. I wrote some closing notes here. Uh, Anastasia was a great movie. I get emotional every time I watch it. 
specifically. I'm just reading it verbatim now. <laughs> well, Sounds specifically like it. What, specifically for the loss of family and coming back together and finding out who she is in the end. <laughs> just thinking about it, I get so sad. Especially 16 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Well, I wanted to give some love to Puka, the really cute dog. It was a cute dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Puka's I really didn't cute. know that um, that one the what was it the albino bat thing? I didn't know that was a bat. Bartok. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Yeah, Bartok. <laughs> that was a bat, right? Yeah, he's a bat. And then that female bat at the end of the movie, he's oh, like, yeah. oh wow. Wow. Oh yeah, where did she come from? By the way, <laughs> she came nowhere. out of nowhere. They're, ju- they're just in Paris, together oh. in Paris. Oh, I see, I see. Uh, for, at first, uh, when I was trying to figure out what Bartok was, I thought he was a gargoyle because I know that you know Paris was uh, something that was within the movie, and I was like, oh, but I think those green things, right, that were part of that potion thing, mm. those were gargoyles, right? They were like, oh yeah, yeah. No, they're like spirit, spirit gargoyles, maybe. Okay. I thought they're like little demon fairy sprites. Yeah, see, that's what I was like. Those look like bats too. So I guess gargoyles have like bat wings anyway. So. I just thought yeah. it was very obvious that Bartok was a bat. <laughs> was it though? <laughs> he was I white. Think, <laughs> did you see his ears? <laughs> that is true. Wow, At first, I great. thought he was a, like a rat or like a mouse of some sort. His arms He's were webbed to his legs. It's, it's he didn't really fly for a while, I feel. I don't know. Uh, was I paying attention in those scenes? That's his up little for toes the were to so obvious. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> bat. He's a bat. And his ears are like... And then he talked about his cousin was a fruit bat. <laughs> You know High what I would pressure. have added? You know, you know when remember when Bartok ended up going to the Netherlands? I don't know what they called it, but uh It was Limbo. Limbo, there you go. Yeah. Uh where he gets reunited with uh Rasputin, right? Undead Rasputin. Uh-huh. You know what Rasputin could have done cuz 10 years passed. He could have been like, "Who are you? I'm Bartok, man." <laughs> <laughs> really? See, I would have known then. Then I would have known that he was a bat. <laughs> you know? You need to make that more obvious. You need to tell me who he was. I'm Bartok, man. I'm Bartok. It could have been, uh, been a double meaning, you know, like Bartok, man, like Batman, but also, I'm Bartok, comma, man. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I think it's oh late. <laughs> it was great. I think, any, uh, any final words? Yeah, Ken, I think I, I explained everything, all my feelings on this movie pretty clearly, I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed that you like this movie better than Dune, then, even though you supposedly hated both. It's shorter. <laughs> okay. Yeah, true, true. It more straight no, to the and there, point. And there is romance that uh, Jeremy does that like. That uh, like, <laughs> like the dance, right, Andrea? <laughs> no, they have other good scenes. Though. I mean, like the drama of the love, you know what I mean? Like the whole, um, what's it called? Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya's dreams or whatever. I don't go watch, go uh, listen to our episode <laughs> on Doom. <laughs> Hear me rant there. Okay. I'm sure they're going to re- reveal that in part two. Come on, yeah, man. part two. They need time to develop the story. 
Yeah, did they need to develop time in Anastasia? No. <laughs> they didn't so have it time. It worked. <laughs> they didn't have time. No, they just they just made up uh, everything about that movie. It was so <laughs> historical and historically inaccurate. You guys should uh, like look Google some of that stuff. I was That's like, why I gave it such a low Rotten Tomato score because um, because it was so inaccurate. <laughs> it's like how much of this is true? I didn't even know that she had died. <laughs> when Dang! She, I didn't know that <laughs> after all these years. There must be a documentary and stuff out there. That'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, there was one last thing I forgot because I mentioned Titanic. Well, yeah. remember the present day section? There was actually a anesthe- anesthesia anesthesia <laughs> reference because it was like, <laughs> oh, like that Russian princess anesthesia. It was like that big dude in the beginning of the the movie. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I forgot about that because obviously I haven't. Yeah. Had a lot re-watch of exposure. A, rewatch Titanic. Uh, oh, Titanic. Movie. Oh, Titanic, I thought you were talking yeah. about anesthesia. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. But, uh, yeah, they did, he did talk shit about uh, anesthesia. I mean, anesthesia. But that's how he said it. <laughs> yeah, that's how anesthesia. he said it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shit. All right, Andrea, thank you for sh- coming on the show and sharing Anastasia yes. with us. For sure, you're welcome. Thank you so much for sharing this movie with me and starting December this way. Yeah, because yeah. now it's <laughs> six movies in. I can't wait to know what the next movie we're going to watch together. Maybe it's going to be an anime, Ken? Maybe? Perhaps. <gasps> perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah, we and, don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't know yet. Yeah, we're still we're still waiting, right, uh, um, Jeremy? Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for a release date of <gasps> something. Yeah. So, uh, perhaps that movie, yeah, you could audience, you could use your imagination, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, before, before we leave, happy birthday, happy early birthday, Andrea. Yeah. Happy birthday. birthday. And by the time this episode comes out, it'll be go say happy belated birthday to Andrea. (laughs) (laughs) It's your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you for coming on, Andrea. Ken, good episode. Thank you for hosting the first half. Guys, if you want to check out Ken's movie, Cool Runnings, it is not the one with Cuba Gooding Jr. that I, th- I <laughs> thought he was talking about Snow Dogs. But um, <laughs> maybe that's my childhood movie. You know. Uh, yeah, Cool Runnings next week, 1993, and it's on Disney+. Plus. So go watch that, and uh, we'll talk about that movie next week. Until then, we'll see you guys next time on The Real. <laughs>